everyone. You're listening to another episode of Ruling the Games, my podcast series on various iOS games. And today I have probably the perfect guest for a podcast, any podcast, on iOS games. I have Mr. Game Review himself. You'll know him um, by his plus name or game center name of Tails. Um, but I also know him as my friend Paul. Welcome to the podcast, Paul. Hi, Lisa. How you doing? I'm good. How are you now, Tails? That's I love that name. Um, but I'm going to let ask you to tell everybody about it. Spell it and tell them where it comes from. Okay, it's a uh, spell T A E L E S. Um, I've heard it pronounced Tails. I've heard it pronounced Tails. All sorts of. European folks tend to go with the second option, and it both both sound really, really cool to me. But um, the name it uh, comes from World of Warcraft. I've got a druid over there. I wanted a name that suited his um, animal personalities. You know, could turn into cats, could turn into bears, things like that. I was like, let's go with tails. But I didn't want to go with the generic spelling. So I was like, ah, oh, let's just throw an e in there for kicks. And it's just become my personality for lack of a better term it's all of it's the only name that i use nowadays. i love it and it's your game center name too right game center plus id uh facebook um, steam account origin account just about <laughs> anywhere you can find me it's what i'm using so when in doubt just do a search for tails and they'll probably it's, find you that way very yep. good well we met um a couple of years ago on Mojo Farm, uh, for folks listening, that's mojo-farm.com, uh, under the old forum there, and uh, playing We Rule. And you were really one of the first people I got to know there, and one of the few people from that first summer that I know that's still playing and still active in the game. Yeah, a lot of us, we've seen a lot of faces come and go. Yeah, we have. And um, you were always so fun. And a few of the things that I remember um, that stood out to me was, one, I, I, I so loved the way you not only um, did such great design work and you would post it and get other people to post, but you were so willing to tear up your realms and start <laughs> over. And I'm the opposite. You know, I build something and then that's it. You know, it's I'll tweak yep. it a little bit, but I get so attached. And you would do these amazing things and then new content would come along and you'd rip it all up and make I would something completely new. destroy it, yeah. I love that. Those are good times. Very uh, good times. Almost to the point of um, personal anxiety at times. <laughs> I've it's it's really interesting. If you um for anyone who wants to see what it looks like on photobucket.com, if you search for page lore, that's P A I G E L O R E. That's my username on there. It's probably the only place I don't use tails. It predates tails by about ten years. Wow. And there's a we rule folder inside my photo bucket account that's got like 500 photos of we rule and it just goes all the way back to like i started i started taking screenshots of my progress about two maybe three months into the game and you can just actually see an evolution both of what we rule has become and also uh just you know as they added content the way i used it to make it work 
the original walls, all sorts of stuff. It's, it's a it's really it's. I went through it the other day. Spent about two hours and just looked picture to picture. I was like, I remember that. No, I remember that, and I remember this and that. And then it just brings back a flood of memories of who was in the game at the time, things like that. It's very really cool. Well, you know what I'm going to do is. Um I'm going to put a link to that on the podcast page and also um, whenever we, whenever I push a new episode out, I always um, update the threads on Mojo Farm and NG Moco Games, which is yeah. another fan forum. Uh, it's very popular with rulers. And I'll put the link in there too in, in when I bump the thread because I, you know, I, I forgot all about that and I would love to go back and look at that because it's a little bit of a walk down memory lane. Exactly, exactly. And it's not a problem. Uh, put up the link uh, wherever you like. Okay, I will do that. So make it easier for folks maybe to find it too. Um, but you mentioned the the way the game has evolved, and, and it really has. I mean, not only in functionality and in content, but even just, um, you know, how people play. I mean, you know, when the game first started, I, I don't think there was the diversity of players that there are now where you have people playing to see how fast they can level up players you know playing for design players you know they're they've gone through they've had different phases where they have the goals they have the quests um they have they've had the events so they've they've brought in a lot of different elements into the game which is one of the things probably that has kept people like you and me around for the last two years Oh yeah, you've also seen a couple groups of uh, people uh, vanish completely, almost completely in my eyes. Um, in particular, the one that stands out for me would be the experience point chasers. If it wasn't for MojoFarm.com, that whole group wouldn't exist anymore since the leaderboard was shut down for that. That's true. That's true. And I don't know that those uh, leaderboard that leaderboard is coming back. I think it's probably no, gone. I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, well, but I also think, though, you know, the way the game is, I don't know that um, there's really that much. It gets to a point where if, if that's your primary reason for playing, I don't know how long the game can sustain you. Exactly. It, yeah, it, it, it hits such a it hits a really heavy grind wall at a certain point. Right. Right about, right about in the 40s, 40s, late, early 50s, it just turns into just a tyrant. Where unless you're willing to build farm realms, it just you hopefully you've got other interests in the game, you know, if, whether it's friends or whether it's designed to keep you occupied for the rest of the trip. Right now, I'll tell you one of the things that has really been a um, not quite a game changer for me, but close are the those golden lions, those Persian lions. I think they are that came out. A they few were weeks definitely. Ago. Yeah, they were definitely a nice gift from the that's huge. I've been I've been building those, and you know I can harvest them once a day. And now I'm at a point where I'm easily making a few million a day. It doesn't take a lot of room, yep. and um, it lets me continue leveling at a comfortable pace. And I'm accumulating the coins so that I can, you know, get all the things that I want. And it's actually Absolutely. taking a lot of tedium out of it. It was also a very strong gift. It was a really good show of. And- my opinion of support to the Android fans because they, they, they can't stack. They can't stack. So they're very crippled by what they can, uh, by the sheer experience point chasing. So they suffer from, they suffer from the experience cap that's been necessitated by us. We wrote by us, Apple users 
because, I mean, we just stack everything. So right. obviously, Angie Moko has to kick up the experience cap that much higher and higher and higher. And then here's Android users who can't do the stacking. So mm. it, it was a nice show. It was a nice show on Angie Moko's part. Yeah, because the other cool thing about it um, is it's so small. So yep. even if you can't stack, I mean, you can. it doesn't take up a lot of room. So you can easily put a lot of them... You know, you can easily put a couple thousand in a realm without stacking, and you've got your harvest orb, one click, boom, you've got a ton exactly. of golden XP every day. Exactly. But I forgot about that. Have you played on an Android? Uh, nope, I can't say that I have. I've okay. got a couple coworkers. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't say a couple. It's like my work is like 50% Apple, um, 50% Android. And then there's this one guy on a Windows phone that we all tease constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, none, of, none of my Android friends play the real. Okay. So I've never actually seen it running. But I, I forgot. I've read that, and I forgot all about the fact that they can't stack. So, yeah, that's a really that that's a nice gift for them. Um, but you know, it's a it's a great thing for us to take advantage of too. Um, and yeah. that's another thing you brought up stacking. You know, when I first um, in the early days of the old uh, Mojo Farm. Stacking was a really heated um, topic, and we actually did two podcasts on that. But you were one of the first to actually make a little video and show people how to do it. Yep. Yeah. That was really that was helpful to a lot of folks, and the, you've you've turned a lot of people into stackers um, over the last couple of years through those yeah. through those videos. So that that was kind of neat. There was um, a bit of a story behind that. Too. Yeah. What? The, um, when stacking first surfaced, there was like 10 people on the leaderboards that were stacking, and it was point-blank obvious that they were stacking, and everybody was freaking out trying to figure out how to do it. And I remember spending about a week trying to figure out how to do this, and finally somebody, I don't remember who now, it's been so long, and it's lost with the old discussion board, but they um, sent me a message saying, this is how you do it. And at the same time, I looked at it, I figured out how to do it, and I was like, oh my God, okay, well, this really is easy. And um, there was no documentation, and nobody knew how. And I had it I had it sitting on my lap, and I was like, well, you know, NG Moco at the time was claiming that they were going to have a very stern approach to it, and that once they fixed it, they were going to unstack everybody's ring. You know, there was going to be much hoopla about that, and at the time, they claimed what they claimed they were going to do. And so I held on to the ability to do it for about a week, and I just sat there and I waited. I was like, you know what? Um, if they're going to take it away, they'll take it away eventually. And there's no reason why these 10 people on the leaderboard should be the only ones to know how to do it. So I was like, what the heck? Tossed up a freaking video at work, and then that was that. It's like, I don't know, it's got like 40,000 votes or something like that. Oh yeah, it's it's a great it's a great video. You were also one of the first people to post a picture of yourself, and you did it one night when you were at work, and it was hilarious. You were like you you acted like you were slumped over, you know. That's midship. I was probably asleep. In <laughs> that was so funny. I got it's funny. I got more re- I got more replies asking about the pen that I was using because it's one of those pens that works on the iPad. That's right. That's right. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's how we met, and you're um, you know. Actually, before we get off of stacking, I, I haven't asked you about this, and I forgot to when we were talking earlier. Um, have you I've, – I've been so excited about this latest stacking technique. I don't know if you have uh, started it yet, 
but literally placing the items exactly on top of each other. Have you been doing this yet? I've done it accidentally a few times. Well, there's a guy over at ngmocogames.com who figured out how to do it. And um, so, I mean, I have hundreds of lighthouses in one footprint of one lighthouse now. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. And his, uh, oh, his, um, his plus name is, I should look it up so I don't say it wrong here. i got to slip over there. But he, uh, the website is ngmocogames.com. They have a forum there. And he posted in the general discussion, and he explained it, and he even put up a little video. Um, it's the perfect stack. That's the um, thread name, and that's what we've been calling it, perfect stacking. Um, his account name is French Bazard, F-R-E-N-C-H-B-A-Z-A-A-R-D. Very fun guy. Um, I've talked with him in chat over there on the on the site. Very funny. Um, great sense of humor, and he's it's been huge. You know, I and it's so easy that I was able to do it right away. That's how easy it is. So it's very cool, and it's what's so what I'm so excited about with it is not only does it not take up a lot of room, um, which is kind of cool, but also, you know, just from design purposes, like let's say you have an observatory somewhere, you know, in a design. Well, why not have ten observatories there? You know. It doesn't sure. take up any more room, and so it's a way to bring some extra harvesting power into design realms, and also for these things where we have realm limits, because that's one of the things that NGMoco did to sort of curb the stacking um, yep, frenzy a little bit. But you know, even if you have, you, so you're limited to fifty, but you could have fifty in one little spot, you know. So it's a very cool technique, uh, very cool. But you can read it at Unjimoko Games. It's the thread's called The Perfect Stack. So if people want to go there and see it, it's it's very, very cool. But I guess that's only if you have an iOS device. So sorry, sure. um, sorry Android folks. You still go check it out because it's kind of cool. But um, it is, uh, it, it, I forgot that it doesn't work on a, on a droid. Um, but anyway, the, the game has evolved so much, and that's probably what, what keeps, I'm assuming that's what keeps you playing, as yep. with me. But also, how much have the forums kind of factored into, you know, hanging with the game? I'd still be here if it wasn't for the forums, but, and my kingdoms would probably be a lot less stacked. I don't think a lot of people would still be around. Yeah, I think the same is true for me. I mean, I still enjoy the game itself, you know. I play it sometimes more, sometimes less, um, but I still enjoy it. But I probably I have wouldn't enjoy it as much, and I wouldn't be as um, – uh, there's, there's definitely a dimension that – um, the forums add to it, which is why I always plug them in every podcast. It, you know, it definitely does add a richer experience, and it probably kept me playing We Farm and We City longer, just because those games got really crash-tastic, and yeah, you know, <laughs> and I kind of held it a little bit longer because I was sort of sharing the pain with others, you know. Um, but you know, I gave it up just because it was it just was getting to be too big of a problem. Same with Adventure Bay. You know, I love that game, but it got so yeah. crashy. I, I stopped playing the day they stopped updating because, um, my opinion, if Moko was going to stop uh, supporting and updating those games, right. they really should have just made all the content free and said, 
here you go, here's a game for 99 cents. That way they'd still make profit and oh, yeah. everybody could enjoy the content. I mean, yeah, well, but it's, but we farms are, we rule is still going strong. So, um, that's been great. Now, another game that we both, uh, started, we kind of jumped on that came out was Dragon Vale. Yep. And did a podcast on that. Very fun game. Dragon chasing. Dragon, uh, chasing. dragon breeding. Yep. Yeah, have you got your new clover dragon yet? Nope. 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 I seem to have horrible luck lately. Yeah. Did Still you were you able to get the leap year dragon while it was available? Uh, probably not. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. sometimes I think they should. I, I think they need to allow a little bit more time for some of these specials. I think they learn maybe, and that's why the clover one came out early enough so there's it'll be around for weeks so it should give people plenty of time yeah to come up with it um but one game i want to talk with you about is a new game that i discovered recently that you have already you know not only downloaded played reviewed and mastered um <laughs> but um <laughs> it's called if i say it right euphoria i believe it sounds is. right I, I remember reading it somewhere some i think it may be on their official facebook page where they actually you know, go down into nouns and pr- explain exactly how to pronounce it. But I, I pronounce it Euphoria as well. Euphoria, okay. So, um, would you tell everybody, you know, basically what's the premise of the game? What's the point of the game? Okay, uh, Euphoria is a combat game, based game, but it's uh, very casual about the way it approaches it. You're basically working your way across from asteroid to asteroid. You're, you're planting seeds, um, the seeds, turn into trees, the trees in return produce more seeds, and at the basic point, your goal is to get from one side to the other to take over everything and kick everybody else's butts because apparently every other seed in existence is the evil seed. So <laughs> so the thing is, you're not really like firing guns or anything. You're actually the, the combat, so to speak, is planting these seedlings and having the trees and the flora that grow they basically sort of choke out the the bad you know plant life kind of thing right yeah I mean, it's like a third party combat to it you you I mean you send when you hit another world that you know another asteroid that's occupied by enemy seeds um there is combat but it's more of a you send them over and you watch and you wait to see how it turns out sort of thing. Right. You don't actually individually click on them or control them, that sort of thing. It doesn't work quite like that. It's a more passive combat game. Yeah, so it's not the traditional sort of combat game, but it is sort. But it is a, there is a level of um, you against them kind of element to it. I'm, I'm early in the game, so I'm in the gray void, I think it's called, the gray sickness or whatever. The first it's, five stages. Yeah, I'm in that phase right now and the thing about the game is it's so um it's so pretty the music is so relaxing it's a it's it's interesting for it for a combat game but it has none of the sort of energy that these games that those kind of games usually have it's very like relaxing almost yeah i um i've got a small selection of games that i on the ipad and iphone that i actually consider to be um art and this is one of them. It is. It's so pretty. Now, so as you go along, what's kind of the point of the game? Like, what are the levels, or how do how do people advance in this game? Um, pretty, as far as the story goes, as far as the background story, um, 
you're working for Mother Nature, and Mother Nature is trying to find out where these dark seeds are coming from, these gray seeds in particular. And um, through, through the course of the game, you're going to discover just where they're coming from, who created them. There's a bit of a twist at the end of the game. Okay. Um, so there really bit. is a full story that we're playing through. There is a story. If you, yeah, if you um, if you pay attention, if you read what um, Mother Nature is saying throughout it, you get a sense that um, first off, there's something above Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. They're the creators, as far for lack of a better term. And you also definitely there's definitely a story. You're you're pursuing these uh, gray seeds, and you're looking for who created them. And when you find out who created them, you'll be a bit surprised. Very cool. Well, I I am going to keep playing. And what I noticed is the little narration that you're talking about the sort of the the commentary or the comments or whatever. It it has almost the feeling of someone talking to you. Exactly. It it really does. And, and they're just they're just the words on the screen, but sort of the way they come up and when they come up. Um, it, there's a personal feeling to that that's yep. interesting. Um, it's like the it's like the narrator is discovering as you're discovering. Yeah. So yeah. she'll be so Mother Nature will actually be excited at certain you know when things are happening. It's like it it you feels feels like they're alive. Feels very like they're cool, alive. very cool. I'm not very far into it, and I'm I'm going to definitely keep playing. But it is it's an absolutely beautiful game. It is a fixed cost, meaning um, some of the you know games we were talking about before from NG Moco, they're the freemium model where they're, the game itself is free and then you have the opportunity for IAPs, in-app purchases in the right. game. But Euphoria is just a fixed amount. I think it was like five bucks or something like that. Does that sound right? That sounds about right. Three dollars or five dollars, well, like two ninety nine yeah, or four ninety nine or. Something. It was five bucks or less. It was somewhere in that. Yeah, range. Um, but that's it. You know, once you buy the game, there's there's nothing else you know to purchase with it, and um, the graphics are really really beautiful. Definitely, especially. I mean, it's, I like how you can zoom out and just get basically your tactical feel, or you can zoom in, and you can actually see the trees. You can see the seeds growing on them. You can see when your seeds are fighting with other ones. It's really really graphic. It's very very pretty. Very cool. Now you mentioned um, that there aren't a lot of games, you know, that you you know have that kind of um, that are that artful to you. But you have to. Pl- I gotta believe that you play and have played more games than anyone I know. You average how many new games a week that you check out? <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I would say between uh, three and eight games. A week. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So, how many? How many even make it into like a second or third week? Um, one of the major helpers is if it's got game center achievements. Okay. I I love achievements. I love the game center cheat the entire game center system, and I love pursuing the points. I've got coworkers that. We get into it with uh, like uh, endless runner type games. So <laughs> see who can go the furthest, who can go the longest. Uh-huh. I always end up losing, yeah. but I, early on, I always get a head start. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that's funny. Yeah, you and, and you post such great reviews. I mean, I have to say, it's it makes it so easy for folks like me that just want to know what's going on. I don't have to worry about googling or hunting. I just go look and see 
what your review is and you go through and you do these great assessments of each game which by the way I know that you that they show up pretty often over it um, in the in the off-topic area or the iOS game area of um, that's in they now have in the new forum there um, they have a section I think on iOS games is that where you've been putting them on Mojo yep. Farm iOS games on Mojo okay. Farm I was told that that section was created so I would stop overcrowding the off-topic okay. well you know I think <laughs> another another thing that would help put them all together is you need to start a blog of them and I, I think you ought to start one of the um, blogs at NG Mocha Games, and that way they would be all together, too. What do you think? I agree. I agree. I need to, um, once I remember what my password is, I spent the last five minutes trying to find it. And I can't. <laughs> oh, and, I'll, I'll reset it for you. Actually, I was, I was wondering, hey, I was looking for the reset button, too. I was like, where the heck is the reset button? Oh, it, send a PM to Aklamora, and he'll fix you up. Okay. He's, the, he's the site owner, and he'll make sure that it gets reset. Well, yeah, I'm definitely going to set up a blog and just start randomizing my um, cookie love, my cookie obsession thing. I think that would be great. And then that way it's an easy place folks can go and know how to, you know, where to go to get them all together. But so you review, you go through a lot of games. Now, um, would you say probably how many game? how many games, are there any games actually that you've played as long as we rule? Oh, um... The Infinity Blades have never left any device that I've ever owned. Okay. Um, World of Goo will always be on every device I ever own. Okay. Uh, what do you love about those games? The Infinity Blades, the sheer graphics, the combat system, the experience point. It's a quick romp. You jump in, you beat the snot out of a bad guy, you feel good about yourself when you win. <laughs> And then you just go about your normal routine. It's a quick, it's a quick little ego boost whenever you're feeling down during the day. Okay. okay. Uh, World of Goo, it's just, it's charming. It's art. It's one of those few games that I do consider to be art. Okay. The graphics are not complex, but they're just unique. The um, the music is, uh, I've never found it. Aside from Contre Jour. World of Goo has got the single most beautiful music I've ever encountered in any Catholic game. Wow, I, I have to check this out. I don't know that I've, I'm, I'm not familiar with it. It's called World of Goo. And, and what exactly, what are you, what are you doing in this World of Goo? Um, that's a, you know what, every review I've ever read of World of Goo, they always started out with the line that it's really difficult to review the game because you, it doesn't, fit into any category. Uh, you're basically in control of these little blobs, and they know where they want to go, and it's your goal to help them get there. There's basically a drainage pipe on every screen, on every stage, and you need to get there. You can you can use the uh, little goo balls to create bridges. They'll actually connect to each other. They'll have like little lines between each other. You can reinforce, build bridges. It's like Lincoln blocks for the tablet, but for the iPhone or iPad, and um, as you keep on doing it, initially early on, it just the game just feels like, okay, you know, just going, just getting them over to that drainy thing, and la-di-da-di-da, but there's a definite story, and because the game is essentially complete, they haven't they haven't added on to the game in years, but probably about almost about a year and a half it's been since the last update, 
and the story, the final chapter they added, completely wrapped it up. It's a really, really great game. Oh, wow. okay. It's a, it's a, and like I said, it's really hard to, um, <laughs> it's really hard to put World of Goo into any particular category. I, well, but you know what? If it held your attention for that long, it's, yeah. it's worth taking a look at because I know you blow through a lot of games. What? But it's got the same thing that We Rule's got. Yeah. Uh, the thing that holds We Rule is the ability to design and redesign. And okay. if World of Goo, that's essentially what you're doing. You're designing your way to the goal of each stage. Okay. Interesting. So what are the, what have you been playing lately? Like what are, what are the recent games that you've been taking a look at that's kind huh. of grabbed your attention? Wolf attention is a keeper. What was that? <laughs> Uh, Miss Tails said, anything that holds my attention is a keeper. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey Mrs. Tails. <laughs> Let's see. Um, right now, I'm chasing the achievements in Tower Town. Okay. I, it, I saw that you played it up through uh, 13 Towers. Yeah, you know, I played it for a while, and then I just got, like, uh, you know, it just sort of... It's expensive. Too expensive and just too like um, monotonous. To be honest, there just wasn't yeah. enough else in it. You know. Yep, I've got I've got four, maybe five more achievements I'm going to chase after, and then I'm just going to install the game. It's um, everything's too expensive, and certain resources become a very very obvious money grab due to their rarity and their need. Yeah. Everything you build, especially wood. Yeah. I'd say I'm playing that one. Check that one a couple times a day. Uh, we rule. I pop in maybe once a day, rotate some stuff. Not really paying too much attention to the um, the actual innards of the kingdom at the moment. I think I'm just waiting for inspiration to hit. Uh-huh. Uh, shoot. What else am I playing? Basically anything with achievement points. I like my achievement points. I'm very competitive with my coworkers. Yeah. That's funny. Well, that's good. That's great. That's fun. Now, um, so that means, you know, since anyone who's into iOS games as much as you do, I'm guessing that there's a countdown clock somewhere in your home right now that's ticking down the days, the hours, the minutes to the next iPad? Uh, the worst prize there isn't one. <laughs> there is one. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's like the in early February, the day they announced the March seventh um, date of the unveiling. It's like time slowed down, mm-hmm. and now it's like each day I'm like, God, is it any closer? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm gonna get it. Well, and you know, I'm they, it very closely. They just recently Apple had on their homepage the count. Uh, you know, leading up to the 25 billion downloads. And it was hypnotic sometimes to just stare at those numbers flipping, you know. I would catch myself just, you know, sitting for minutes watching the numbers fly. And so I was thinking about you and and I was imagining, you know, that you have this up there and it's running down the the minutes, you know, until you get your new iPad. So I'm guessing that you're going to get one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Tuesday night's going to be a very long night. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, it's like, oh my god, because they uh, most of their press conferences happen around noon on the day they announce it, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to hit, it's supposed to be um, announced next Wednesday. So Tuesday night at work, I'm going to be really, really bored. <laughs> Pretty 
<laughs> well, I can't wait to see. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm going to get one too. And yep. for some of the games that have such great graphics, I'm very excited to see. I mean, I'm hoping that they're going to look fantastic. But and I'm and I'm hoping it means that the developers are preparing to make use of this you know, um, assumed to be retina display that's going to be on the iPad, you know, that's on the current iPhone. There's a couple articles out that, um, that a lot of developers, a lot of the bigger developers are, um, they're paranoid about it, actually, yeah. because of the sheer potential that basically there seems to be an overwhelming theme of just because it can go 2000 by something resolution doesn't mean everybody needs to. I, th- I think some people are afraid that the smaller, smaller studios are going to feel intimidated by it. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope not too. Sure. But you know, one of the things about um, the three games that we talked about earlier, We Rule, Euphoria, and Dragonvale, they all have really lovely graphics. And one of the things I love about Dragonvale is just it's so pretty and the, the the smoothness with which the dragons and the people move and everything, They're all the great. animations, are so good. And so um, anything that, you know, improves the opportunity for graphics in these games is really going to be welcome, you know, aside from being able to watch movies and stuff. But, the you know, that's really, you know, an exciting piece of this. And also, you know, We Rule has become, because it has evolved, because it is more complex, it is really challenging the horsepower of the first gen iPad, which is what oh, I have. It's, it's challenging the iPad too. I get an average three to four crashes a night. Yeah. So I have no trouble with my phone. You know, I have a new phone, but I have trouble right. on my iPad. So um, I'll be excited to be able to to rule uh, on my new on the new iPad too. Be next week, so we don't have much longer. iPad three. Oh, iPad three. Yeah. There you go. So um, you're going to come back, right, after we get our iPad so we can talk about games? Because I know there's going to be some, there's got to be somebody, some folks out there that are going to be doing some really neat new stuff once the iPad 3 is released. Uh, the only, uh, one game that you're going to want to pay uh, curious attention to, whether you play it or not, um, it's Apple's Halo game. They like to show off every time they put out a new device. They always show off Infinity Blade. Uh-huh. Um, Infinity Blade 2, the developers uh, revealed that when they released it for the iPad 2, it doesn't have all its graphical options turned on. It's not running at its full potential. They had to turn oh. off and they had to turn off anti-aliasing and a couple other things because the iPad 2 couldn't handle it. So it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like when the three arrives and it's able to fully take advantage. I mean, that game looks gorgeous as it is. I can't wait to see what it's going to look like on a three. Very cool. Well, that we will have to do that and see not only how how the current games look, but you know, the 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 batch. Because usually with every iOS device release, there's sort of a new batch of apps, and yep. I mean it's a great time for developers to launch something new, and you know, coincident with the release of the new device. Uh sort of. When yeah. um, when a new device hits. Every time a new device hits or a new firmware hits, the actual process of getting games through Apple's approval process turns into a massive snail because so many people submit oh, okay. changes in approval. So, I mean, like, for example, if, if um, NGMoco is planning something, uh, hopefully, 
hopefully they either wait till the dust settles or they already have it submitted because it's, I mean, an average wait time of three weeks for an approval submission turns into, I believe when the iPad 2 hit last year, for about a month, it was like, it was well over a month for the approval process at one point. It got so backlogged. Well, you know, one of the things that NGMoco may have planned, I have no idea, is something special for the, the two-year anniversaries coming up, right? Yes, it is. For We Rule, because it was March of 2010, I think, when it came out. I think it was around, was it around the 30th? 30th? It was the end of the I think it was towards the end of the month. It was yeah, the it was end the, of March. I think, I think it, um, it, if I remember correctly, they didn't officially, it didn't like hit the app store, like advertising and everything till the first week of April, but it was out late, late March last, uh, two years ago. Yeah. And last year for the one year anniversary, they had, they did, they had new love. They did like a whole kind of week long, thing they did they did the drag the free birthday dragon they did the they had new levels they had new content um a little bit of drama last year too i there was some drama and there was there was some fighting on the board oh yeah i think that was was the gift card part of the new uh i don't remember if the gift card was but i do remember um there was uh certain timing issues with certain mojo sales and then oh. people started arguing on the boards. Fighting started breaking out. Yeah, I know. That's, it became very dramatic for a while. That's right. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that um, always stood out to me, too, over the last couple of years is you and I, I think, are similar in our um, desire to um, – <laughs> Stay stay out of it, you know. I mean, I ha- yeah, I have to stay out of it. I tend to get emotionally involved, and I've probably lost a friend or two yeah. over the past couple of years. I, mo- most of them, I, I know, I remember one in particular, and um, we actually it actually got to the point of an actual fight on the discussion boards one night, and there was some direct attacks and everything, and I got really stressed out, and I didn't play Wii Rule for about three months, and when I came back, I promised that every time I saw a um, a complaint thread, I was going to avoid it. Yeah. Like, from now on. Well, and that's the thing, you know, when, when this top, without going too far into this, but, you know, the thing that I think I've never, I haven't been able to communicate to some people is, well, is that I don't have a problem with people, you know, not liking something or yeah. whether it's the game or the company or whatever. But what happens with forums is when you, when people get too focused on complaining, then it just, it, it becomes like this cancer that starts to pop up in exactly. not just that thread, but another thread and another thread. Instead of containing it to the discussion that it's relevant to, then it spreads and then the tone spreads and then people yep. tend to read what other people read as unpleasant and, and it, it just creates... It up in people's signatures and then you see it in every single thread and... Right, and it's like, no, I, I, you know, I'm not defending it and saying everything's perfect and that you should like everything, but you, but when you go, it's different. Like if you and I were talking now, let's say we're, we're talking on the phone, I call you up and I, I bitch about this thing that the game did that I didn't like, we talk about it, we hang up the phone, we're done. But exactly. when it lives in a forum like that, they, these it, sense, sticks. it sticks and these things tend to like snowball and take on bigger... It's like seeing the same advertisement sign on the side of a road that you don't like every day on your way into work. 
Exactly. And then it just, it festers and it, it permeates this whole kind of attitude that's unpleasant. And so that's, that to me, that's why I think it's best to contain and not jump into all the other threads and, and go into it. Or these people that stop playing, but they still want to come back and complain about the game, you know? I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't understand that. Move on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> move on with your life because these are just games i mean for some people um you know maybe they I, I don't know i guess they take on a bigger meaning in their life but to me at the end of the day it's it's a game you know and i'm playing it for fun or or for a distraction or like you know i love when you're talking about you and your coworkers use them as little ways to kind of compete with each other you yeah. know and um, that kind oh, we'll of stuff. We'll pop up at each other all night long. Oh, it's great. I, I know your people... score, and then five minutes later, I beat it again. And... <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's great. There was a an episode. I don't know if you watched the show The Office, but um, I see there was one where um, they uh, some of the characters uh, went to had to work in a different branch. And um, they were all playing Call of Duty against each other, you know, and they had teams and everything. <laughs> and, and one of the guys didn't realize they were actually playing as teams, you know. It was so, it was kind of funny. But um, <laughs> but but in some way, you know, it's some form of entertainment, you know. And when yep. it stops being fun, you know, you, you got to walk I'm away. Um, at least that, that's my feeling about it. But uh, I, I hold the same policy with my job. The day I don't like it is the last day I'll do it. Yeah. The day I don't like a game is the day the game gets uninstalled. That's that's right. You know, life's life's too short. I mean, to watch it's it's like a TV show. You know, I, I find that when I realize I'm getting annoyed with the show or it's backing up in my DVR, that means you know what I'm kind of done with it. And exactly. It's time because entertainment is is just that. But um, anyway, well, Paul, so Paul, here's what we need to do. I think um, we need to do another podcast when the new iPad comes out for sure. Absolutely. And um get your blog up and going and we need to do some i'd like to start doing more shorter ones on some of the new games that come out as they come out so we can do sort of a little uh um podcasting version of your blog what do you think oh whenever you want i'm always around all right that sounds great that sounds good yeah cookies have have virtual if i send you virtual cookies you'll do anything right Absolutely. I work for cookies. That's right. Well, I thank you so much, you know, for joining me. Um, I always plug the forums because this is how I met people like you. And um, so that's what makes it special to me. So the ones I'm going to mention today are mojo-farm.com, ngmocogames.com, and also there's uh, Facebook We Rulers, um, facebook.com slash We Rulers. Um, that I think is also pretty active too, and those folks are involved in the in the forums as well. And this was kind of a twofer because I not only got you on the podcast, but we got to slip in a little Mrs. Tails. How you doing? Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us too, and um, it's great talking with both of you. So for everybody listening, um, thanks for joining us and happy Thank ruling. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying thank you as well. Thank I was saying thank you, David, for everybody for listening. Thank you, and uh, happy ruling, and have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm.